At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. Gonna tell it like it really is. We know Haney doesn't give a sh. Silencing critics, eliminate misses. Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better. Everybody knows the name. Read about it. We're golf teachers, Hall of Fame. Never doubt it. It's time for the truth. Here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. It's time for the truth, here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. Yeah. Listening to Haney. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast. You listen to my podcast. You've heard me talk about my friend Tommy Armour III. He is my go-to buddy when it comes to talking about golf. Tommy and I have been friends for... I mean, a long time. And we, we met, uh, I don't know, when when he'd been on tour for maybe a couple years. I think we met in Houston. And I think, uh, I want to say 1984. It may have been before that, though. I don't know. Tommy would know for sure. But anyway, we've been friends for, I don't know, something like 36 years. And when I want to talk about golf with somebody that really knows golf, Tommy's my guy to go to. Now, he's played the tour forever, two-time winner on the on the PGA Tour. He won the Texas Open. He won the Phoenix Open. Uh, but he's a, a acute observer of the, the game of golf. Of course, his uh, grandfather, the great Silver Scott, World Golf Hall of Fame member, uh, Tommy Armour, and one of the great instructors in the history of the game of golf. Uh, Tommy's a, a, a student of the game, plays a, a lot of golf, uh, you know, he's 61 years old, but he plays and plays and plays still on the Champions Tour. But he uh, he plays with a lot of the best players in the game. And he played, I know, just uh, maybe a month ago with uh, with Dustin Johnson. Tommy's the one who told me years ago, uh, you know, before I really knew how great Dustin Johnson was, he said, Hank, this guy, Dustin Johnson's the best player in the world. He's going to be the number one player in the world. Well, he was right. And he said the same thing about John Rahm, too. He said he said he's going to be a number one player in the world. And, of course, that, that, that happened, too. So Tommy gets it right most of the time. Uh, but he, this year, uh, looking at the Masters, we were texting back and forth and talking. And anyway, uh, I've, I've been anxious to get Tommy on the podcast again, get his thoughts on the Masters. So we'll hear what he has to say. All right, so Tommy, let's... Uh, Hey, let me get an update, bud. You got COVID. What's going on there? 
Uh, you know, I just uh, got home uh, from a trip and I was, uh, I kind of lost my taste and I said I better go get tested and I tested positive. But other than that, it's, I've got no symptoms. The only symptom was you lost your taste. What, you were like eating something and you're like, I, I can't taste it? Or just describe this for me. Yeah, I was kind of eating something and I just like really didn't taste it. I was like, oh, that's strange. And then I said, you know what? I've, I've probably got COVID somehow because uh, just because I've lost my taste. And that's what you hear people say that it's one of the uh, effects of it. Oh, man. So, but you're feeling okay. Yeah, other than that, I feel fine. So, you're quarantined? I'm quarantined here. Yep. Uh, which is driving you crazy, probably. Uh, yeah, you know, it's, uh, yeah, I, I, I would rather do, especially because the weather's been so nice here in Vegas. I've, <laughs> I mean, every day has been beautiful. Yeah. I'm letting this rib injury heal. So, I guess. You know, if I was going to be quarantined, this would be uh, while I've got this rib injury. I guess it's kind of really keeping me away from playing golf. So it's it's I guess whatever. You've had a you've had a, a couple rough years, man. Had a neck thing last year and this rib thing this year. It's been kind of uh, interesting. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I'm kind of, kind of um, yeah. But my neck feels great now. My rib, but, but you know, hopefully, I'm I'm going to give all this month of November off, and then uh, you know, play some more. All right, let's talk a little. You you are well. You're you're uh, hold out at home. You're getting uh, plenty of golf on the on the television. Let's let's talk some Masters. You and I were texting back and forth like we always yeah. do. Right, that's our big deal, and especially in the majors, we go back and forth. You're always like, "What do right. you think?" I'm like, "What do you think?" Uh, with Dustin Johnson, you played with him at uh, the summit before. Well, before he got COVID, literally uh, the the weekend in between the two Vegas tournaments, uh, he came out to the summit, and um, he and AJ and uh, Ricky, we played some golf for the weekend, and. You know, it was pretty impressive. <laughs> there, you can tell there's a reason why he's number one in the world. <laughs> well, describe it. I mean, what? Why? Well, you you've you've been on him forever. You said you 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 told me years ago before I was on the uh, DJ bandwagon, which I'm fully on now. You're the one that got me on that. But uh, and first off, I like DJ. I mean, he's just a great guy. Yeah, right. And, and it's good to see you know great guys win. Right. But you said like years ago. I remember. Um, we were. I remember where we were. We were His rookie like, year. His rookie year. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I played a practice round with him a few times, and then I, uh, I said, "This this guy is just. I mean, you could just you could just see it in him. He just he just did everything pretty good. And he uh, his wedge game. You know, and I played with him over the years, and his wedge game got a little bit better every year and he just got better a little bit better every year and i mean he won every he's won every year so i mean he's it's not like he just was all of a sudden a good player turned into a good player i mean he's won up in uh new york at the uh, um i can't remember the name of the tournament offhand it was a uh indian reservation tournament um um anyway his first win and and it was just, you know, it was, I mean, he's he's strong as new rope. <laughs> <laughs> strong as new rope. What? Strong as new rope. Okay. I mean, he just hits it long. He hits it. He um, he and John Daly are probably the two best drivers of the golf ball I've played with. You put John Daly in that category. I do put John Daly in that category because John Daly, he's. He's he's got the same kind of skill set that uh, DJ does. He does everything really well. Yeah. Wow. Uh, when you play with DJ, what I mean is it just? I mean, how far is he hitting it by you? You're you're not short. You know, I, I'm a little shorter these days than I used to be, but I mean, he just hits it. I mean, it, it's an excessive amount. You know, on these you know holes where you get like a you know elevated tee and it's downhill like the six hole at the summit it's kind of a downhill par five that just kind of goes down the whole 
Valley and you look at Vegas background, and I mean, he just hit, you know, it's like 90 yards he hits it by. And I'm playing with Ricky, and Ricky's in between the two of us, you know? <laughs> oh, jeez. And, uh, you know, it's, um, I mean, it's just impressive. It's, it doesn't even look like, because he doesn't even really, we were hitting some, <clears throat> he had a 46-inch driver out there messing around with it. Sabar, Keith Sabarbro, who's had her tailor-made, brought it uh, out there. He's head of the tours for Taylor Made. He brought it out there, and he was just messing around with it. And I mean, at the driving range, he was flying it on a green that's like three seventy five, three eighty oh from the tee, <laughs> flying it way out of the driving range. And on this, you know, what I mean, it's just, it's just, uh, you know, it's it's the real deal. I saw him on on uh, Twitter somewhere where he w- he was uh, taking a rip at it because, like you said, when he when he hits it normal, well, I mean, first off, he's a big guy and he's got a huge arc. But when he hits oh, it, yeah. he hits it normal. I mean, it's like he honestly, it, it doesn't even look like he's really going at it very hard at all. I mean, uh, I mean, <laughs> he was messing around that day, hitting the cranking a fuel. I mean, it's just and and then you know, and then he pulled out his his other driver. He, you know, he just hits that cut and kind of keeps it in play. And you know, it's a three thirty cut that he hits in play yeah that shot he hit on like 18 the last round yeah 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 i mean just he just hit that just stood up there aimed it at the right edge of the bunker and just let it eat yeah they, they talk about bryce dechambeau and he is he, he's long i mean i'm not saying he's not but he's trying to be long and he's trying to hit right. it, you know like as far as he can right right he's not he's not the, he, he's not close to the longest hitter on tour if they were all going at it as hard as he goes at it. I mean, am I correct on that? I mean, it, I've seen Finau. Finau can hit it by him. I mean, if he went with that 46-inch driver that I saw that he was hitting yeah. on the driving range, I mean, that thing was it, was, it was unbelievable. The flight and everything. Yeah. I haven't seen Bryson hit it, you know, in person, but I've seen DJ with that long driver, and it was yeah. It was something else. I mean, Ricky was there. He was even shaking his head. I mean, he got the ball speed up to. We had the uh, uh, Claude Harmon. He had the uh, launch monitor out there, and it was. I mean, it was up our ball speed with like one ninety four and stuff. Uh, well, I guess I may, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, uh, Bryson was. They had him over two hundred somewhere. Well, you know, if that's the case, then uh, you know that's uh, over two hundreds. I mean that. Uh, that's that's those long drive guys. That's what they do. Yeah, yeah. But he he didn't. Uh, speaking of him, you know, because like, people are like all over uh, criticizing his strategy at the Masters, and I made this comment the other day. I said, I mean, I I don't think he really even used his strategy. I kept I kept seeing him warm up on the range, and he was just taking an absolute rip at it. And then I I saw like Nick Faldo out there videoing him, and he took you know he flied. You know, flew one like 365 and hit, you know, 200 mile an hour ball speed and everything. But I never saw him make that swing on the golf course. I mean, I, I, I didn't, and I, I, I personally, I, I, like the strategy, I didn't think that was the problem. I mean, he, you know, he hooked a, off the pine straw, pulled a five iron or whatever, or six iron into the azaleas on, on 13, made a double, and he plugged his ball on, Three. I mean, that didn't really have anything to do with his strategy. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand how people thought his problem was his strategy. I mean, I, I asked people. I said, "Well, give me the example of where his strategy really hurt him." I said, "He just didn't play very good, really." I mean, I don't know. What did you think? That's all I thought it was. I just, you know, he said he was a little, said he was had a little bug going or something. You know, uh, you know, that's. I mean, it's that Tiger Woods didn't win every major he played in either. And, right. You know. I mean, Bryson won the last major he played in. This one, it just didn't work that way for him. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. The golf course looked like it was a little wet, and a little ball was balls were getting mud all over him everywhere. <laughs> I, I mean, you hit the wrong mud ball at the wrong time. You hit a five iron up in the azaleas that 
13, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right. Okay. Let's talk, let's talk, let's talk about that since you led into that. That's per- the, 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 uh, the, the whole, uh, mud ball thing. We'll, 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 we'll take a break and we'll get into that next. Cause I mean, they, you and I were going back and forth on this. They, they, they had a hard time saying mud ball. Actually, they never said mud ball, but, uh, we'll take a break. And we'll be right back with, uh, Tommy Armour the third on the Hank Henny podcast. Make sure you go to HaneyUniversity.com and register for my free instructional uh, videos that go out on a daily basis. All you have to do is subscribe and they'll come to your uh, email box. We'll be right back on the Hank Henny podcast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Yeah, the, the the whole mud ball thing. Give, give me give me your take on that. The golf course actually, you you were texting me. I mean, it didn't, and not, not that you would expect it to be, because of all the rain they had and the fact that I mean, it it takes a while for the overseeding really to to really get nice, and they were a little crammed on time. There's a reason they play the Masters in April. Right, right, right. Yeah, explain that. I mean, because the course is in its best. It's in its best shape. Everything's blooming. And, uh, you know, they can kind of get the course the way they want it in a nice, firm, you know, with provided there's no rain that time of year, they can get it nice and firm and bouncy. And, you know, that's how they like it to play. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it definitely was not like that. Like we've talked about it. I don't think we've talked about it. I don't think Tiger's ever won the tournament without a rain delay of some sort, right? Yeah. 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 A rain of some sort during the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and some of that has to do with his allergies are so bad, you know, they, that time of the year. Right. And, and when it, it, it would flush everything out, out and kind of make it better. So, yeah, but what about the golf course? I mean, it, 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 it was a little suspect, wasn't it? I mean, the, the, the how about the tee box on, on uh, 13? That, that looked like a little mud pile. Yeah, I mean, the, the tee boxes, I mean, they, it just, it just looked like, you know, that's a time we've never – of the year we've never seen that golf course I mean, yeah and it's not at its i would say it's uh peak condition yeah but i mean I'm, don't get me wrong it's probably still pretty good yeah yeah but it's just a different condition than those guys are used to for that tournament is probably the best way to put it yeah good point well but the mud balls there was serious mud balls i well they had a lot of rain you know early before everybody got there and I just don't think the temperatures and stuff ever allowed the course to really ever dry out. And, yeah. You know, and, and when you get that overseed rye, you get little mud balls. Yeah. And it, it, the Bermuda hasn't really uh, gone dormant yet because they haven't had a freeze. So that, that, that kind of hurt them. Right. Uh, but but when okay you what what about the mud? Explain the mud ball to to to, to people. I mean that's like the, it's it seems like. Well, I don't know. Bubba Watson, like he he freaks on the mud ball. Uh, yeah. I mean, does does every tour player freak on the mud ball? I call them jockeys. If there's a jockey on the ball, you lose control of it. It just can it can 
they can have a mind of its own. You know, they usually say if the ball's on the left, I mean, if the mud's on the left of the ball, the ball will go right. But that's not 100% always the case. So, yeah. But it's a, it's a good rule of thumb. You know, whatever the side of the mud's on, it'll go the opposite direction. Is that a universal deal for t- touring pros? They're, they're, uh, I think that's kind of what everybody kind of does. And if it's on top, it's probably, it can kind of knuckle a little bit and w- won't really climb up too much. It'll kind of sink a little bit. Yeah. Sometimes you can't see the mud when it's sitting underneath it on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does everybody freak when they see the mud ball, though? I mean, every guy, is that? Uh, you know, I don't know, because, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, Dustin Johnson did a lot of mud balls in life. Yeah. You saw what he did with the mud balls on 13. He just laid it up and wedged it in there. Yeah, that was smart, wasn't it? What did you think of that? Did you did you think that was what he's going to do, or what What did you think of that play? I mean, yeah. I mean, that's, um, you know, ten year, five years ago, would he have done that? Who knows? Uh-huh. But, you know, he did it in that moment. He knew, And, by the way, he said he didn't really look at the um, – Said he didn't look at the uh, leaderboard uh, much during the last round, and um, you know he probably he probably did. He, I I don't know exactly what kind of lead he had at that moment. Was it what three shot, three four shots? No, like that I think it was moment? only like it was probably. Th- I think it was three. Two? Yeah, it might have been two or three. three. Two or three. We'll say three for yeah. argument's sake. But I mean, he had to know the six wasn't going to help him. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you knew, you knew, you know, I can't make six here. That's the no matter what position he is in the tournament, that's not going to help him. So he just, you know, he he has a lot of faith in his wedge game, and you know, playing those few days on the here in Vegas, you can see his wedge game is pretty sharp. I mean, he hits hits some high, low. I mean, he you know takes a spin off some of them, spins some of them. So I mean, he's, I mean, there's a reason that guy's number one in the world. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt about it. I mean, and he, and I just, it just, I kind of just shows the confidence that, that he had in his wedge game. Yeah, yeah. And he did, and he laid it up again on fifteen. Yeah. And by the way, both those shots he hit, or people don't realize those shots, what goes into those shots, the kind of the unlevel lie, having to nip those things right off the off. Well, well, you know, kind of a moist, kind of hairy ground. Ah, that's so true. So true. I mean, you know, they make those, all those guys make those shots look so easy. And they're they're not exactly, you know, just walk up and hit them shots. No, nah, I mean, Curtis James talked about that. Remember the one year where he, he had the, you know, he, had, he, had, he came back from the 80, he had a shot to win the tournament. And he gets on 13, and he went for it and knocked it in. And people say, "Why didn't you lay up?" And he and he, he said, "I I had, chunked the ball in the I had practiced the layup wedge shot on 13." He said, "I chunked it in the creek three times in the practice rounds." He said, I, "The last thing in the world I was going to do was lay up." People don't like people just say, "Oh, he should just lay up." I mean, they don't have any idea how hard the next shot is. And by the way, the second shot at 15. I mean, that green looks like you know. A toothpick lying sideways at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Those guys make those shots look so easy, and they're just not that easy. I mean, that's people don't realize when those guys are hitting those five, you know, woods in there and hitting them fit, ten feet and stuff, and guys are hitting three or four irons in there about ten feet. People, those those guys, their games are spot on when they're doing that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, what well, did you think? It, I mean, DJ's, uh, you know, had had trouble with the lead in the past uh, at, at majors. You know, zero for four going into into this one. I mean, every one of those is a different situation, a different golf course, and the the, the whole thing. And so, you know, and obviously at the PGA, he didn't play bad at all. I mean, he shoots sixty eight. Morikawa just played better. I mean, that's just just happens. But uh, were you feeling like uh, you know he'll bring this one home? I mean, how how were you feeling about that? You know, I picked him. I picked him at the start of the week before anybody. I mean, I just, I just, I just don't know how. You know, um, a lot of you know with what I saw, and I've been playing with DJ over the years, and I just have never. I mean, he's he's just got as complete game as anybody out there. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, he just does. I mean, he's a very underrated putter when he gets putting. And ever since he and uh, uh, his brother have gone to really, really committing to the uh, aim point. Yeah. I mean, you know, the one thing they're missing this uh, last week was they, uh, for some reason, Augusta won't let them use green books. Yeah. It's like, you know, they act like, you know, the green book makes you hit the putt. Uh, you know, you still have to hit the putts. I don't care. If somebody tells you, you know, you got a straight putt from 10 feet, you still got to hit the putt straight from 10 feet. I don't, you know, regardless. <laughs> right. <laughs> regardless what, what the book says. I mean, you can watch five people hit the putts straight, 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 but you still got to hit the putt straight. And that's kind of archaic that they wouldn't let the uh, green books be used. But, you know, that, that's their choice and that's their tournament. So, so be it. But with that being said, I mean, they just, they really committed. You could see AJ pointing to a little bit more lines, a little bit where where he thought it was by what he was feeling because he, he feels, the, um, he uses the aim point and he feels the uh, slope of the greens. And then DJ always uses the books, so they didn't have the books. So I think, um, I think he relied on AJ a little bit more than, uh, not more, but probably, uh, you know, went for confirmation on more with that. All right. I, I've been talking about this lately. I've been talking about this, uh, you know, in a couple of podcasts, but I mean, I've got like AJ is a, a highly underrated caddy. I give him a lot of credit for all the time he, he's put in uh, working on the aim point. Uh, and, uh, you know, Dustin Johnson is not what I would call a gifted putter. I mean, he just doesn't, you know, he doesn't look like Ben Crenshaw or Tiger Woods out there. But the guy is a really good putter. And he, he's, he's totally committed to you know, uh, probably as much as anybody on tour that I see. He is committed to hitting his putts the right speed. I mean, I just, you know, I, I think what they've done together is, is, is great. Now, you, you mentioned AJ a lot. I mean, I, you know, the, and, and you, you're a big proponent of the aim point. Uh, so, you know, what what do you think of my observations on AJ? I mean, I think he deserves a lot of credit. I think you're spot on because, you know, in October when I played with him this last uh, last month um, or in October, two months ago, um, he was out there with He played both days with us as well. You know, he's a pretty good golfer himself. And uh, he um, and, you know, he he's 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 not out there just messing around. I mean, he's he's out there. He's he's business. I mean, he's, he's out there to win. He's, I mean, and they both are, and you could, you could, it's evident in there just when they're just messing around practicing, rolling around the summit, but you know, they're still, you know, they're, um, they're, um, they've got purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he, he, he's, he's come a long way as a kid. I'm glad he's getting some, uh, you know, a little, little credit. I mean, I think he, I think he, de- he deserves it for sure. Right. No, he's, 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 he's all in it, to, to me. That's what he appears to be. Yeah. Yeah. He's not just riding along with his brother. There's no doubt about that. Exactly. Yeah. No, he's not just, he's just not out there just carrying the bag. I mean, he's, he's involved in their decisions. And, and I mean, and they, uh, you know, and their brothers, which, you know, my brother caddied for me for 15 years on tour. So I get it. I mean, there's a, there's a brother brotherly bond out there that, you know, which makes it, even more special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. It's cool to see him win. I mean, you know, you know, you bleed for your family, for your blood. You know. Yeah, yeah. That was that was cool. I mean, I he, mean, he looked, he looked way more choked up than DJ. Oh yeah, definitely. But then he got DJ going too at the end. I mean, yeah, he did. I mean, I I felt for DJ a little bit because there was no galleries and things uh, weren't there. For him to, I, I think this is just my. I think he's going to come back in April, and um, uh, I think he might just do the same thing he did this time. Really? Yeah. I, I really do. I mean, he's he's got it. That guy's got it locked on pretty good right now. Well, it's it's hard to look at the you know list of players because it's. I mean, I know you know some of the young guys made a nice run. Yeah, pick and, out a guy that you're going to bet a lot of money against to beat him. Yeah, I know. I don't. I don't. I don't know who you are. Who would you load up on to beat the Dustin Johnson? Right. Yeah. I mean, somebody might beat him. 
but you know, you're not, there's not one guy that you're going, that's, that's the guy that's, it's not like, it was the same thing with Tiger Woods. When Tiger Woods rolled to the practice range, when he was, you know, his, I mean, he's still, he's to the driver range with that, that he's, uh, you know, he's the cat. <laughs> he's the big cat, you know, he, I mean, rather than for, a, you know, a 10 or something on a hole there, I mean, he played pretty good. At least he got off to a start. I mean, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm yeah. like, I, you know, I, I mean, I, I know this is, you know, it, it's not necessarily reality, but in my mind, okay, in, in my mind, for what he's trying to do, and for what Rory's trying to do, Tiger's trying to win majors. Rory's trying to win the Masters, complete the career Grand Slam. Rory finishes fifth. Uh, Tiger finishes, you know, wherever he finished. I mean, it was like, you know, 38. Like 25th or something. 38, 38, the way down. Okay. okay? But in my my opinion, Tiger had a better tournament because at least he was in the tournament after one round. Rory was like, you know, party's over. I mean, they can they can tell you all this stuff like they do in the media, and he can come back, and you know, I mean, it could happen. He ain't coming back. Seventy-five. Yeah. He ain't coming. It has. I mean, Tiger Woods. I think didn't he do that? Or no, he shot forty his first nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't shoot seventy-five. He, he shot forty, and then he shot even four under on the back nine. Shot even par, right? Yeah. I mean, it can happen. It can happen, but still, I mean, it just, it just, it doesn't. You know, it's 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 just not the way it works. You and I, we've gone over this number game. There's numbers when yeah. certain numbers happen. Winning gets just further away. Yeah, the, the, yeah. The the shore, the beach, just gets further away when you're in the boat. <laughs> well, it, it, and I mean, at least Tiger was in the game. I mean, he was right there. Uh, for, you know, for him, that's a really good opening round. I feel like, you know, I mean, he, he looked good. He looked good too. I mean, he, you know, his swing looked good. I mean, everything. Yeah. I mean, you know, like I've always said, he always looks good. He's Tiger Woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just. Uh, I mean, not a, he. he, he he doesn't quite have the guy it. that looked really good swinging the club was Gary Player on the first opening tee shot. <laughs> yeah, you like that? Oh, it's just amazing that guy. I mean, he's I mean, he's like he's amazing. Was he 85 or something? Or what, what is he? Yeah, he's 85 years old and he looked, I mean, it's just it's just it's really a you know, it's a testament to what he's he you know, he walks the talk, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Push-ups, sit-ups, the whole thing, huh? Yeah, he just he I've seen him. I've seen him working out and stuff, and it's 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 amazing. <laughs> I, I've seen, I've been in the gym a few times when he's you know in these hotels and stuff when we stayed at the same hotels, and I see him in there. It's like it's the damnedest thing you've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, he gets on the treadmill and he runs full speed for about two minutes, and you're watching him run. And this was like you know last time I saw him doing it was you know. Uh, Eight nine years ago, so he's you know seventies, and I mean he's running. He looked like a he looked like a forty year old kid running on the treadmill. It's the damnedest thing. Hmm. Wow, cool, cool stuff. All right, we'll take another break. I got I got a a, a, a question that I'm I'm dying to ask you. So uh, we'll 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 do that next. Let me remind everybody: get your free two week supply of Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. Just go to VoodooPainRelief.com right now. Uh, right on the front page, just click on the box. You get a free uh, two-week supply if you haven't tried the product already. Clinically tested, clinically proven for arthritis pain, joint pain, muscle soreness, whatever it is. Uh, you can give Voodoo Pain Relief Cream a try. We'll be right back on the Hank Any Podcast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. 
Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. All right, uh, T.A., here's my question. I, I, uh, I said before the tournament started, there's a, a big list of guys that uh, think they can win the Masters. Uh, you know, there's a list of guys that, that have that feeling, you know. Right. You know, I, yeah, I, I can definitely win. You mean when they get out of their car in the yeah, parking lot? Yeah, when they get out of their car in the parking Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. On Wednesday, yeah, they I, think I, they're I can win the, the Masters, okay? But I, I contend there's a, a short list of guys that think they're going to win. Difference. Difference between thinking you can win and thinking you're going to win. Like back in the day, I, 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 Tiger always thought he was going to win. For sure. But, but I, I don't think it's a big list of guys, you know, that played in, in the Masters this year that thought, uh, you know, I, I'm going to win this tournament. Now, you know, clearly on my list is 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 DJ. I mean, you know, I, DJ has a quiet confidence. It's the, it's not a quiet confidence, but it's not a braggadocious confidence either. It's just it's a matter of fact confidence. Uh-huh. You know, when you talk to him, he you it's it's not like he you know that he's pounding his chest, but you know for sure that he's the number one player in the world and he's got his game right where he wants it. Yeah, and he and he definitely thinks he's going to win. Absolutely. A hundred percent. All right, well, g- give me some other guys that you would put in, in that category that they think they're going to win. I think Kepka's got that yeah. feel when he gets out of the yeah. car on Wednesday. Yeah, he was on my list too. Yeah. What about uh, what about Rahm? For sure. Yeah. He definitely he's definitely getting out of that car feeling. I think JT's a guy that thinks that. You think he does? I think he does. I think he thinks he can win the Masters. You think sure. yeah, but, uh, difference, do you a difference though? I know he thinks he can win. I, I don't know if he knows he's gonna win. Uh, I mean, I, I D- Dustin Johnson and Rom and Kepka, I feel like they just know they're gonna win. You know, they're not all going to win, but they, they just got to have that feeling. I don't know if – and I, I feel like maybe it's because of his putting that, you know, like, hey, if I putt good enough this week, I can win. I, I don't know. You, but you would put him in that category. You think, you think he's got that kind of confidence? I, th- I think he's in that category just for the fact that whenever he plays, he's, he's in the hunt. He's, I mean, he's there to, he's in there to win tournaments. Yeah, I mean, for sure. He's won, he's won, what has he won? 12, 13, 14 tournaments. Yeah. A, I mean, you know, I mean, he's, I think he's a guy that thinks he, when he shows up at a tournament, he go, he, he's going to win the tournament. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I mean, but it's, but you know, but it's, it's, you're running out of names though. Yeah, that's for sure. Patrick Reed, though he, he, he you know, he doesn't have to- uh, for sure. I definitely think he's a guy that yeah. you know he's gone to uh, he's gone to the maestro for his golf game now, huh? Oh, is that where he is? Uh, he's gone to um, Orlando. Uh, um, uh, he started work with him a few weeks ago. Who uh, Foley? Uh, no, um, uh, help Nick Price and oh, really? Uh, uh, you know, the guy, oh, Ledbetter, Ledbetter, did, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 that's where yeah. he is. That's what happens when you get 61, you start forgetting people, yeah, yeah. you know, for oh, 40 years. Well, and he's, he's, uh, yeah, he started working with David Ledbetter, and so you know, said he said he felt great about his his ball striking last week, and well, he finished tenth. I mean, uh, finished seventy-one, seventy-two. You know, and still managed to tenth. He was off to a good start. I, 
Yeah, I mean, was. I, I actually had him on my list. I, you know, we were picked like five players. I put him in there. I mean, because he just thinks he's going to – I mean, he, he's a confident guy. Well, the fact of the matter is he does have a green jacket. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I mean, he, he not just thinks he can, he has. You think Rory thinks he's going to win, or do you th- or you think Rory thinks he can win? I, you know, he doesn't look like the guy to me that thinks he's going to win the tournament. I mean, I could be a hundred percent wrong. Yeah, he just his his just his 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 whole his whole mannerisms and everything. And you know, there's a there's a couple of little swing things in his swing that are. But I think, you know, he's got kind of a cupped wrist that keeps him, I think, a little bit not as accurate as he'd like to be. Yeah. Hmm. I think it's more the shorter the club gets, the more that is evident. Okay. Some guys, the longer the club gets, the better they get. And some guys, the shorter the club gets the better they get. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of the way it it, it is. Uh, You know, I mean, uh, John Jacobs, uh, my mentor always told, you know, talked about that, you know, when you, you're either better with the woods or better with the irons. And, yep. uh, you know, I mean, that's just kind of the, the, the way it definitely is. Definitely good with the driver. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt about that. Uh, you, you think he'll, uh, I mean, it's hard to bet against him, but what you think he'll, he'll, he'll get that career grand slam. I mean, well, if you were a betting guy, what would you say? I mean, I wouldn't, bet a lot of money against him because he's certainly if you know if things are right and he shows up right i think he's certainly capable of winning i mean you know with a, if he shoots 37 on the back nine a few months ago we're not talking or a few years ago we're not talking about this yeah yeah i mean he had it he had it right there and good he still looks pretty good hitting the ball i mean I yeah there's no it. doubt about that well, and he's got the statistics to back it up. I mean, he's he's a he's a, a ball striker. It's just the yeah the 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 putting. I mean, you got. Yeah, if you look at his numbers, the closer he, the shorter the club gets, his dispersion is. I mean, it's not as tight. You know, it doesn't. You know, but I, you know, actually, everybody's dispersion with a wedge is tighter. You know, but you can just look at the numbers, and they tell you, you know, what a guy does with through the bag. That's what shot link tells you. Yeah. Well, and 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 to your point, okay. Um, you know, now it's a it's a it's not a big sample because it's a you know a short year so far. But fifty to one hundred twenty-five yards, uh, Rory two hundred sixtieth on tour, and hundred hundred to one hundred twenty-five yards, two hundred forty-second on tour. That's not good. I mean, those numbers just those numbers say what they say. Well, especially when you're a long hitter, because you got a lot. I mean, that's where you got to make hay. You're hitting all the. You're hitting those clubs a lot, as opposed to. I mean, you're hitting shorter clubs than people are hitting. Yeah, I'll bet you if you look at DJ's numbers on those yardages, I'll bet you that's a different story. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about you it. You have them there. I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pull them up too. The other thing about Rory is, you know, I mean, it's just. It's just his putting. I mean, I, I and he putted actually pretty good this this year at Augusta's, but 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 he's just he's 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 he three putts. He, he and he didn't. You know, I just he's. I don't know. I just I'm just he's not. I think DJ confident. what did DJ three putt one time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean that's pretty good. You get around there with that. That's pretty good. I. I mean, DJ from 50 to 125 yards is averaging, you know, six feet. I know this is just for this year, but he's averaging six feet closer uh, to the pin than uh, Rory. And from 100 to 125 yards, he's averaging like almost nine feet, 10 feet closer than than Rory. I mean, that's a big deal. By the way, that's, uh, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. And, and DJ's wedge play has has you know been better. There's not, you know it, it got really good for one one year. Then it slipped a little bit, but it's still you know it's still, it's still pretty darn good. I was impressed with the sand shots. He had a, he had a good that uh, really nice sand shot. He's a very underrated bunker player. Really, very. I mean, he had some. He had, he has that nice thump every time he hits the bunker shots. And by the way, he had some pretty delicate bunker shots uh, that saved him. I mean, not saved him. That kept him very comfortable 
the last day. Those couple of bunker shots. Yeah, where was the uh, seven? Seven. Where he had to, he had, he just had to play it in the bunker on purpose and hit it. And I mean, yeah. Well, it's it, not only did he get it up and in, but he had no stress up and in. It was a tap in. It was yeah, a, it was a yeah. foot and a half. You know, those those things, <laughs> those things. That's like a birdie. Okay, t- t- explain that. Explain that. Well, it's just because he drives in the trees. Now he's got to punch it up there, and you know, he's basically figuring, "How am I going to get in the hole in three from here in the trees?" Yeah, you know. And he goes, "Well, I'm going to knock it in the bunker and get it up and down." And that's what he did. So mentally, you know, sometimes great pars will give you a bump in the butt better than you know uh, hitting a missing a twelve footer for birdie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt about it. You know, you'll get it give you that little fist pump after you, you know, that far as opposed to the twelve foot miss the birdie kind of goes ah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, All right, yeah, good, good stuff, really good. Uh, what, what do you, what, what do you think? Uh, and g- give me your your thoughts on uh, on, on Tiger some more. You, you, you talk, you know, talk about how he looks good. I mean, what you think he's? Uh, I mean, you know, when he cuts down his schedule. It kind of, you know, you, you hardly don't see tournaments come back on once they've, they've gone off. This year was different because of COVID. So, you know, he, he obviously didn't didn't play much. I mean, you think he's down to, uh, j- you know, just playing a, a, a time or two before the majors and then and then and then going. He seems to be able to handle. I mean, a lot of people like to talk about Russ, but I mean, he came out of the gates good in the first round. And I mean, he's done so well over the years coming off of layoffs. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure I buy the whole rust thing on, on him. I mean, he, oh, well, yeah, you know, I mean, you know what his work schedule was before. It's probably his work schedules workload is probably not that anymore. So, I mean, in his mind to, I mean, you know, you and I have talked about this from today forward to catch Jack Nicholas. He's got out of a hall of fame career. Yeah. 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 I mean, because it's uh, three masters to time, or I mean, three majors to time, yeah. four to surpass him. Yeah. So that means he's going to win four or five other tournaments just because of that's just what you do when you when you got your game dialed. And it's like Dustin, you know, he shot 30, 31, uh, whatever, under in Boston and won that tournament. And he won, uh, won the uh, tour championship. And, and I mean, when you're number one and you're winning those maybe you win everything you play in. Yeah. 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 It's hard to say as Tiger was not motivated to win majors. I mean, uh, was he motivated like he was when he was 28? Probably yeah. not. Right. But, but there's also, you know, a, a point where you kind of get to where you kind of know what you need to do. And it's just a matter of, you know, can he do it anymore? Does his body hold up? Can he, can he, or, but you know, don't people don't realize you walk 72 holes at Augusta national. That's quite a, that's quite a, uh, you're putting some oomph on your body. Oh, people. Yeah. You don't, I mean, I used to be so sore just going there watching and, uh, you know, observing, but just having to walk the course. Cause it is so hilly. I mean, people so don't realize how hilly up and down that course is. Oh my gosh! You know, just uh, yeah. So, I mean, that still takes its toll. You know, it still takes its toll on on him. Uh, yeah, I, I I feel like he's still going to be in the right place at the right time. It's just going to be opportunistic, and if he gets in the right place at the right time, he's got all the experience. He knows what to do. I don't think the course being the as the condition it was in helped Tiger Woods. No. Yeah. He needs a little bouncier kind of where he can kind of, because, you know, let's face it. I mean, Tiger Woods is, you know, well, possibly the best iron player that's ever lived. Yeah. I mean, you know, he, he, he'll argue. I mean, his stats will argue that. And, and just, I mean, you just, you just look at the shots he hits, you know, when he has to hit him. I mean, you know, the guy, he's, he's never really hit bad shots. Right. He needed to hit good shots. Yeah. Hey, what? One more thing before I let you go. What, what about the rough at Augusta? What was that all about? The rough? Yeah. What? They, they, I mean, you know, they they used to be nothing, and then they went the second cut, which was barely anything. That was rough, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. That, no, it was definitely rough. I think that was they realized that 
you know, they were going to get those kind of conditions where the course was kind of soft. So they had to let a little rough grow, which, you know, presented a little bit of problems here and there for guys. But, you know, like, uh, uh, I think DJ on Saturday didn't miss a fairway. And on Sunday, after the first few holes, he hit everything all the way to the house, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. What, what, so you, you think that'll – I wonder what they'll have in the spring. You think they'll go back to what it was or what, what, what's your guess? Yeah, I think, they'll, I think they'll go back to their traditional setup. And if it doesn't rain, <laughs> that course I think is going to be, you know, a glazed donut. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna, I think it's probably going to be – I think they're going to set it up pretty good because uh i'm sure the members at augusta they don't like 20 under on their golf course no i I don't think they hate it you know because when the patrons are there and they shoot 16 17 under i mean uh augusta is known for its roars on sunday you know that's on the back on the back nine i mean that's that's what they like they like that that the uh what's the right word the the, uh, spectacle of what it presents yeah yeah yeah, I mean, it was kind of missing for sure. A lot of people said it didn't, you know, it was didn't feel like Augusta. I think Dustin, yes, he won the Masters and he's got a green jacket, but I think he wants to win them with the fans there too. Just I, I you know, just knowing him the, a little bit that I or the uh, what I know him, I I think that's uh, AJ and him would probably talk about like we're we're winning this damn thing and. April too. <laughs> well, I mean, he's got he'll be he'll be the favorite. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. It's uh, good stuff. What All do right. you think about uh, Jordan Spieth here in the next? What, I don't do, know. what do you what? think? Twenty one brings for oh, him. Man, I don't know. You 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 and I have talked about him uh, as much as any player. Uh, he just the guy is an unbelievable. I mean, is there anybody that grinds harder than this guy? I Nobody. mean the fact that he could that he makes the cut. I mean, did you see how he made the cut? Yeah, and he made it like a fifteen footer on the last hole. Uh, you know, yeah. Oh, he God. just he's there's. I mean, there like we've talked about. There is there is big fight and heart in that guy. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I mean, his <laughs> if anybody if anybody wants to show their kid how to fight and get through, you know, a slump. Yeah. <laughs> He's the guy to look at because, uh, you know, I, I I don't know how he's addressing getting to this slump because it looks like he's keeps doing the same thing over and over and over again. And uh, it doesn't really look like there's, um, it, you know, like when Steve Stricker went through this type of slump, you could see there was an, uh, an, an obvious change to his mechanics. Okay. Yeah. And, and I actually played with Stricker when he came back in the 06, uh, uh, was it 06 or 04, uh, at, um, us open at Wingfoot 06, I believe 06 yeah. when he came back and I played, he's was, we were talking the first few holes and he was saying, yeah, I just, you know, he goes, I, few weeks ago i finished top 10 for my first time in about a few years and and i kind of feel like i have found something and he i would play the first year and he was like in fifth fourth place after two rounds and he didn't miss a shot he played beautifully and i said after the first i go you found something keep going and yeah by the way he has yeah yeah to me i doesn't look like jordan's had that aha moment you know, Scott Verplank, another guy that came back from really not playing well. Well, he he was, a, you know, that that's this is okay. This is that that brings up a good point because he's what you know, like I'm I'm thinking, you know, I mean, when you look at at like uh, at Verplank, I mean, he he had the full swing yips. Right. I, I mean, you know, I, I remember when he had he, an injury to his elbow yeah. and he kind of guarded it and then it developed into that. Yep. But then, you know, he kind of oh, one winter, he kind of came back the next year and, uh, you know, he all of a sudden he was back on good and he pretty much finished out his career with a few, some more wins and he's played well in the champions tour and, you know, and, uh, you know, so he's, and, you know, he's also had that, uh, been a diabetic his whole career, which you know you got to take your hat off to him too, because that's not the easiest thing to monitor. No, that's with. true. That, that there's no thought about that. But they, but the the list of guys 
that have come back is is a, a pretty short one. It's not a huge. It's not a. It's not a big list. When they statistically get this bad, when they statistically get this bad, I look at I look at Jordan Spieth, and to, to your point, I mean, okay, last year ninetieth in uh, strokes gained tee to green, a hundred and sixty fifth off the tee, ninety seventh approach shot to the green. Okay, that's last year. Okay, now now we go to this year. Now you know he's played. Uh, you know, 14 rounds, a small sampling. I, I, I get it. Uh, but uh, 193rd strokes gained tee to green, uh, 226th off the tee. That's got to make them worst on tour just about. Uh, 228th strokes gained approach shot to the green. I mean, he's a, I mean, he's almost the worst ball striker on tour. And he's making cuts. That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's and, and he's 124th and in, in, uh, 124th scrambling. No, in in putting. In putting. I, I mean, how do you how do you make any cut doing that? I mean, really, those are kind of uh, abyss like the Chip Beck got into, missed 47, 48 cuts in a yeah. row or whatever it is. Yeah, but Jordan's not doing that. I mean, he's so he he'll still battle out a top ten for you out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's made three out of out of six cuts, you know, in this in this year on this, you know, the way they count the season, starting with the Safeway. But still, with those statistics, you don't think he's going to make anything? Yeah, it's 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 pretty. It's amazing. I'm telling you, that's there. It's there's a lot of heart in that guy. You know, I take my hat off to him every yeah. week. I kind of I kind of pull for him and want him to play better and. You know, because just because he's he's a very nice young man, he's dedicated to his golf, and uh, you know, and he's he's uh, uh, I consider him a friend, and uh, he's uh, I pull for him. He's kept a great attitude, I'll tell you that much. I mean, he really has. And it's not like he's out there mailing it in, going, "Ah, oh, fuck it." Yeah. No, he's <laughs> going. He's still he's still all in. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt about it. I hope it turns around for him. Yeah. Well, I mean, it 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 it'll, it'll be it'll be a great story. I mean, but it's been what? How many years since he won? I mean, it's like uh, it's it's you know it's amazing how time flies. Uh, let me tell you, it's uh, it is amazing. I'm sitting here as we speak. I'm 61, and it's like wow, I'm I'm 40. Uh, it'll be 40 years next year that I my first yeah. year on the PGA Tour. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, 2017. He won three times. There you go. Yeah, but he hasn't uh, hasn't won one since his last win, the Open uh, Open Championship. Right. That was back to back. He won the Travelers and he won the Open. hasn't uh, hasn't you know done anything uh, since then. Wow, that's hard. That's hard to imagine. I mean, it just it just really is. Yeah. All right, TA. Yeah, uh, good stuff. I appreciate you uh, joining you me on the, on the podcast. Always, always good to catch up with you, bud. Appreciate it. You got it. Good stuff. Thanks, All right, great stuff as usual from Tommy. I uh, love talking talking golf with him. Uh, he knows what's going on. He's uh, he's been doing this a long time, observing a long time, and playing. So I mean, he's. Uh, He's an expert. There's no doubt about that. All right. Great stuff. All right. Follow me on Twitter at Hank Haney. Email your questions to HankHaneyGolfAdOutlook.com. Hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. And we will show up every day with the Hank Haney podcast. Uh, get your free subscription to the instructional emails that go out on a daily basis by going to HaneyUniversity.com. You can also find some great deals there. You can get an autographed copy of my book, How to Play Better Golf Today, Lessons of a Lifetime, and uh, Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. Uh, go there too. Like VoodooPainRelief.com. Get your free two-week supply of Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. We'll be back tomorrow on the Hank Kenny Podcast. Hope everybody has a great day. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you then. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.